today on Broadway for Thursday, October 3rd, 2019. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And I am Broadway stars James Marino. Hi, Broadway stars James Marino. It's part two of the week of Ashley and James do a podcast, apparently. So welcome back. Hey, you know, uh, I am excited to be here. You know, uh, and full of ice cream. Well, you know, as as most listeners know, we record the evening before. So even though we're doing the mm-hmm. Thursday show, yeah. it's actually Wednesday. And those from the New York State tri-state area know that Wednesday is Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Way to break that uh, Hollywood magic, though. Yeah, we talk about it every now and then. But and because it, it, the, the, the timing stuff... This timing stuff gets us very confused because we talk about yesterday when it's actually today and it's tomorrow when it's actually today and today, yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow, today. But Wednesday is Sunday at Carvel and uh, ah. I fought my children for the ice cream. There was yes. leftover ice cream because my wife didn't eat, it or eat hers. So we had a three-way. Everyone wins except for your kids. That's right. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> as I was saying before we started, eventually they'll be bigger and stronger than me so i gotta take it while i can get it while you can yeah i have no guilt about taking ice cream from the children (laughs) whether it's today or tomorrow or somewhere in between it's actually the most exciting day of my week james because as matt and i talked about at the start of the week if you like me have friends in amex places or are an american express card member yeah company tickets go on sale today 10 a.m 10 a.m. Santa's coming to town. Ashley, Ashley, yeah. Ashley, 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 <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, it's you time know, to get the tickets. Yes. If you're not sitting around waiting to get company tickets or you've already bought them, you know what you can do? You could head on over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, throw a little bit more of your money out our way. That money goes to, well kind of buying me more company tickets but also some other cool things right james absolutely uh broadway radio donations to patreon.com helps us do little things like uh the little things hosting of the podcasts i mean amy has a whole list of things that we do with the patreon money hosting of the podcast buying microphones you know how many microphones we buy (laughs) it's unbelievable you know michael portantier and peter felicia they go through microphones like there's no tomorrow oh no i'm still on number one so no we might need a new one soon (laughs) <laughs> microphones, headsets, uh, All hosting, paying people, paying website development, good. things like that. There's a lot of uh, stuff that you don't see behind the scenes at Broadway yes, Radio indeed. that the Patreon supports. So, um, all right. So we can continue mm-hmm. to bring th- you things like, first up in the news, Freestyle Love Supreme opens on Broadway. Yes. On the heels of one Broadway opening on Tuesday night, we celebrated the second opening of the week on Wednesday night as Freestyle Love Supreme opened at the Booth Theater. Created by Lin-Manuel Miranda, Thomas Kale, and Anthony Veneziali, the improv show is described as a blend of hip-hop, improvisational theater, Music and vocal stylings. Each show will feature a core cast comprised of Venenziali, Andrew Bancroft, Arthur Lewis, Bill Sherman, Chris Sullivan, and Utkarsh 
M. Boudkar, plus a number of guests that will pop in throughout the run, including Miranda, James Monroe, Eigelhart, David Diggs, and Chris Jackson. With all that name power, James, freestyle, Love Supreme definitely has selling power, especially for those buying tickets hoping for a chance to see Lin-Man, Lin-Man in person as he's been popping up for shows throughout previews. Looks like he was, in fact, on stage for opening night. Surprise to none. Plus, also, as I saw on Twitter, uh, Eigelhart, Jackson, and Wayne Brady were also there. But Miranda Full or Miranda Liss, the show is a hit. Ben Brantley of the New York Times named the show a critic's pick. Just as you were thinking that life has no rhyme nor reason these days, Brantley writes, along comes freestyle love supreme to pump you full of hope. This exultant master course in the fine art of hip-hop suggests that there's no feeling, thought, or experience so anxious or so random that it can't be translated into infectious, neon-bright rhythms. Confusion, frustration, depression. Such emotions are banished by the team assembled on the stage to find the great sick beat in your past and present woes. Frank Sheck at The Hollywood Reporter calls the show, quote, brilliant improv comedy with a beat, writing, adding to the fun is that the performers seem to be having an absolutely terrific time themselves, frequently cracking up at their colleagues' bits. It wouldn't be quite accurate to say their delight proves infectious because we're way ahead of them. And finally, Adam Feldman of Time Out New York with the very apt lead, I will try not to screw up. Freestyle Love Supreme is a dream of a show. The scheme of a team of thespians from Wesleyan who went with their flow 16 years ago to improvise a hip-hop musical. Their act is virtuoso. FLS is a phenomenon uncommon and on the fly. A high wire where performers get by without a guide for the words that pour out from their lips and their lungs as they try not to trip trip on the tip of their tongues. Their abilities, their skill and ease are always impressive, but it's less of a show-off than a lovin' with a geek streak. There's a reason FLS is so buzzy. It's not just cool, it's also warm and fuzzy. Phew. (laughs) I appreciate the creativity, Adam. You can't... I know, right? You can check out the review roundup. We'll have posted in the show notes for the rest as they're posted and also to see what to expect out of the shows. Obviously don't want to give too much away, but pretty good, James. Matt and I kind of talked the other day about the show and what its future could look like. Obviously, these are great reviews. It had a sold-out run downtown earlier in the year. It will wrap up on January 5th. I think it's great to have it on Broadway, especially for those people coming out who know the association with Miranda and other Hamilton cast members, but... We said the other day I'd really like to see it in a smaller house to kind of run indefinitely when this is all done, considering it has to vacate for uh, Miss Virginia Woolf coming in. And then you have some great options if you want to use it, you know, as a fundraiser for charity or something like that for one night only type events. But yeah, you can't get better than these reviews in the meanwhile. So I was thinking about that because I heard your show the other day when you and Matt talked about it. And how about we do a big crossover here and make everybody happy by uh, having Freestyle Love Supreme appear at the New Drama Bookstore? Ooh, 
yes. That way it could be a multi-use space. That's and it has very, a tie in, especially with yeah, money for this Lynn, and that. Lynn taking over the drama bookshop. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have really haven't heard much uh, much news on that recently, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, oh, if, you know, they could do Freestyle Love Supreme for, you know, a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, that's very smart. A couple of times a month at the new drama bookshop. That would be awesome. Assuming, assuming that wherever the new one is, whatever it looks like, whenever it's opening, is also going to have a theater as the old one did. Uh, that would no, be a that great would be, idea for yeah, sure. Yeah, you would have to do that as some sort of requirement, yeah. But I think it's that, law. you know, tying these things together would ma- only make sense. I think it's good. You know, with the big uh, with the big fall from grace from we, we, we work, maybe some uh, real estate will loosen uh, up in Midtown. Just a an old WeWork building that's been refurbished specifically for Freestyle Love Supreme. Yeah. It's ironic like we're it. saying old WeWork when WeWork is like less than five <laughs> years old, but whatever. Okay. Look, it's New York. Everything changes in a second. That's right. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Siwala, a life. Siwala. Siwala. Yes. Now, whenever I see that seawall slash a life, slash. I always want to say Siwala. Siwala yeah. life. Recruits Siwala life. <laughs> it's, it's some sort of sea world thing that they have. <laughs> oh, no. We there. can't have that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they recouped well, your investment. Yeah. As Matt and I discussed on Tuesday's episode, Seawall life had a great final week over at the Hudson. Now we're learning it was even better than we previously thought. The show of 2-1-X starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Sturge actually became the first show of the 2019-2020 season to recoup its initial investment. The show played 74 performances over its nine-week limited engagement and in that time earned back its $2.8 million investment. As we mentioned earlier, the show had a great final week going out on a high note and grossing $854,678, the highest in the show's run. Another piece of the puzzle that's very interesting, interesting, James, is according to Ambassador Theater Group, 73% of the ticket buyers to Seawall Alive were first-time Hudson attendees. And according to TodayTick's figures, 65% of purchases on that platform were made by buyers under 44 years old. Which, you know, could just point to the demographic more likely to use an app for their ticket buying needs. But still very impressive, especially that first stat about first-time Hudson attendees. Obviously, the Hudson is still pretty new since its renovation, and there haven't been a lot of different opportunities for those numbers to have some variation. But we've even had another Hall show in there, so some return audience members, it seems, but also uh, both with these great gross numbers and the recouped investment and then the stats from Ambassador. The show seems like it kind of flew under the radar a little bit, but still managed to have a very successful run, James, in a lot of different ways. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, these are interesting numbers that they're throwing out. Uh, fun with numbers, numbers without fun. Um, so I, I think you've pointed out the things that I was going to point out about the Hudson say, having a what pretty does it short life right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so, okay, so... Uh, 
I'm interested in the ambassador group continuing to share these uh, insightful insights. That's what my thought was as well. Like, uh, I would like to see some of the other numbers as far as first time, whatever attendees and what that looks like. But yeah, yeah it, it it's it's had a very short life. It's, I mean, other than I, I'm thinking off the top of my head, other than Sunday, have they had a real hit in there? No, it's all been very short runs. I mean, this was a short run, but apparently, yeah. I mean, it's still successful in its own way. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Was it recorded? Is it? Can I have an after? Seawall? Seawall yeah. is Seawalla Life is uh, going to be recorded for Audible. They're going to do oh, that's right. yes. audio drama of it, which I love. I think that's great. And we particularly love audio here at Prodry Radio. <laughs> we do indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. What do we have in the recommendation section? We got two recommendations for the day, James. The first one right here on Broadway, as we got a glimpse into what we can expect from Girl from the North Country. Rachel John, who portrayed Mrs. Nielsen in the West End and Toronto productions of the show, teamed up with Jeanette Bayardell, who will play the role on Broadway for a rendition of Make You Feel My Love, which will be featured in the musical. That, of course, is scheduled to open at the Belasco on March 5th, 2020. Both women sound absolutely incredible, James. Love the arrangements and the orchestrations of that show so much. The second recommendation, however, and one I was very excited to see, came from the West Coast. George Salazar and MJ Rodriguez from Pasadena Playhouse's production of Little Shop of Horrors popped by the Late Late Show with James Corden. I always want to call it with Craig Ferguson still. I just Hmm. can't help myself. On Tuesday night to sing their rendition of Suddenly Seymour. It's incredible, James. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I saw it, and I have a lot to ponder here because I saw Little Shop last week. In New York. In New York. uh, I did did too. I did too. And uh, it's not quite opening night yet, so I'm not going to share thoughts on that yet. Can't talk too much about it yet. But... Suffice to say, and I'm not spilling any tea, as Matt would say. Um, <laughs> Is Matt the one to say that? Yeah, Matt like, says. Just specifically uh, Matt? Yeah, he says, I'm not spilling any tea. <laughs> but uh, I'm not talking out of school here mm-hmm. that uh, I felt like the Graf Sauce New York uh, little shop was a very traditional little shop. Mm-hmm. And this thing happened in the Pasadena Playhouse is a very interesting twist and. Uh, non-traditional from what sure. I have seen so far and the people discussing it that I want to get on a plane and head out to see it. I, yeah, and, I was barely at my computer yesterday. I still managed to watch it three times with chills each time. Saw it all over social media. Uh, I, too, saw the New York production last week. I very much loved it, and that's as far as I can say about it at this time. Mm -hmm. But I so badly want to see this Pasadena production. They just, just from that clip, they work so well together and off of one another, and it just feels like a different, new 
maybe better version. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I loved what I saw the other day, but I'm not reviewing it yet. No, not not yet. Soon. Soon, yeah. (laughs) But please, if you haven't already watched that video, go watch it or go watch a second, third, tenth time, as I will be continuing to do through the rest of the weekend until hopefully maybe they extend a few times and I can figure out how to get to the West Coast. One way for you to quickly watch it is to get over to the show notes where we'll have it embedded there so you can just one click and go. Yes, All right, what do we have in other news? Yeah, wrapping up with a pair of news items from the day, James, we officially have dates for Harry Connick Jr.'s upcoming return to Broadway. The two-time Tony nominee will bring his solo show, Harry Connick Jr., A Celebration of Cole Porter, to the Nederlander Theater starting December 7th, ahead of an official opening night on December 12th. Tickets for the three-week limited engagement will go on sale this Friday, that's tomorrow, October 4th. And finally, James, an interesting tidbit of news that ran on Tuesday we didn't get a chance to talk about, but Neil Patrick Harris recently talked with the lifestyle website Pure Wow, where they asked him if he had any plans to return to Broadway. It seems like acting is not currently on the agenda with, you know, that whole eight-show-a-week commitment and having a family, but he is instead reportedly directing a musical called Make Believe that Harris says is going to Broadway eventually. Not to be confused with Bess Wool's recent second stage play, Make Believe, mm-hmm. NPH describes the show as, quote, sort of about young young magicians, I almost said musicians, from different walks of life going to Las Vegas to compete in a competition to be the best kid magician. It's still in early stages, but as of now, it will be part musical, part magic show, very up NPH's alley. So it seems like he's got some magic to do, James. I'm sure if he has a show, Broadway will have him. And with shows like Darren Brown, Colin Secret, especially, and The Illusionist's other magic shows of recent years, he could have something that fits in pretty neatly with the current trends, depending on, you know, the if and the when of when the show, the if and the when of the show coming to Broadway. You know, uh, Neil Patrick Harris uh, produced something, a magic show off-Broadway last year, and, and Matt interviewed him, oh. the guy, and I can't remember the name of it, but this is right up his alley. Uh, yeah, no, it's very, very involved in the magic world, magic circle, all of that. Oh, that's awesome. All right, so uh, if we hear more about that, we will let everybody know. We may have some... Yeah, may have some uh, more MPH on Broadway soon, at least in one way or another. Not quite Hedwig. All right, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And of course, if you haven't already and are so inclined to do so, head over to patreon.com slash Radio where I guess Matt is still tallying up the bill and James is still fine-tuning the machine. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KnowThisIsAshley. James, besides over at Patreon, where will you be found? Uh, people can find me at James Marino on Twitter and on the Facebook. <laughs> 
I, li- I, I like I like the pause there. Like you wanted to, you don't. You should get an Instagram. What's up with that? You know, it, it, it's it's a commitment. You could you could do all of the you know like hashtag today bill tonight bill tonight's bill show off all the shows you get to see. You know, it's it, very exciting. It's very exciting stuff. What can I say? I, I love when people say, "I'm quitting Facebook. It's an evil corporation. I'm going yeah, to Instagram." Yeah, and Instagram. Yeah, I mean, we all make mistakes. Instagram <laughs> is more fun, I think. Well, but. I think Instagram is a lot more work, though. Hmm. Well, no, I don't know. You could just put. Po- you can just post a picture. Well, I guess either way. I was going to say, you can just post a picture on Instagram and not say anything about it. And let people just form their own thoughts. Where Facebook, I feel like if you just post a picture without any kind of comment, it feels vaguely like a threat of some kind. Mm, vague booking. And maybe that. Maybe that's, yeah, vague booking. Vague booking. <laughs> I actually am on Instagram, and you can find me at James Marino on Instagram. See? But, um... But it's a protected account. But if ah. you, if you requested, if you request, I'll, I'll let you in. Excellent. Well, I know Matt will be back tomorrow. I will be out uh, simultaneously celebrating my significant other's birthday and also emotionally preparing myself for Game One of the Yankees in the ALDS this weekend. James, I know you'll be at the Great 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 Society. So. Yes. So for me, have a great rest of your week and weekend, and Matt will be back to talk to you tomorrow.